the Asian markets, uh, okay, uh, slightly up, but um, if you look at the overall picture this morning, uh, rather mixed after the Bank of Japan are holding steady and the Fed also signaling uh, that, you know, they're not putting off another rate hike this year. Yes, um, pretty much a mixed picture, as you said, uh, Sakina. Um, the same picture that we saw in the U.S. In the U.S., we saw um, a mixed bag. We saw the S&P 500 um, finishing um, up slightly, and the Dow was also up slightly, but Nasdaq was down. So it was a bit of a mixed picture there after the Fed announced um, its uh, policy decision. Uh, in uh, Asia, we're seeing similar kind of moves. Uh, the Nikkei is up uh, two-tenths of a percent, uh, also in Shanghai. It's up, but Hong Kong is slightly uh, trading below the uh, the zero line. In Australia, I mean, we've seen quite a, 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 a massive sell of the Australia is down eight tenths of a percent. I think the commodity prices uh, that have come down um, over the past couple of uh, days, looking at copper trading negative. Uh, even this morning, copper is trading down uh, 1.1 percent. Um, also, the iron ore prices have been coming under pressure. They have been coming down, and I think that. Uh, what's putting a little bit of pressure there on, on the Australian market. Uh, we're seeing the, uh, some of these uh, miners uh, coming under a bit of pressure, the likes of BHP Billiton, all trading under pressure uh, because of those falling commodity prices. With the dollar rising uh, and recovering, you are likely to see a bit of pressure on the commodities. We're also seeing uh, pressure on, on gold. Uh, gold um, you know, trading currently below that 1000 uh, $300 an ounce, so coming down below that level. It has been um, holding quite uh, steady above that level, but now we've broken below that. And um, it, it's primarily because of the slightly hawkish, um, I think, uh, sentiment or statements that we saw from Janet Yellen and her team. Yesterday they decided uh, to, of course, uh, leave interest rates unchanged, uh, but they have signaled, uh, as you said, uh, the fact that they're not ruling out uh, another interest rate hike uh, for before the end of 2017. So the, now, the, the market is now pricing in the 65% chance uh, of a December rate hike from the Fed. Um, they've also announced the unwinding of that balance sheet uh, starting from next month. Um, they are saying they're going to reduce it. Remember the balance sheet, the Fed balance sheet, just before the financial crisis um, around 2008. Um, that balance sheet was was sitting around um, 900 a billion, and now they're sitting with a balance sheet that's currently sitting around 4.5 trillion. So um, it's, it's a balance sheet that, that has ballooned, but of course necessitated by the fact that we were in a crisis, or the U.S. was in a crisis, the whole world was in a crisis, in fact, and uh, they've had to uh, to increase that balance sheet. But now they've announced the fact that uh, they are going to be trimming down that balance sheet. Uh, they've announced that they're going to reduce it by 10 billion uh, on a monthly basis. And uh, that $10 billion will be split between uh, $6 billion in treasuries and then you've got $4 billion in mortgage-backed uh, securities. Uh, that's how, you know, the $10 billion will, 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 will be split. And also, also they're making a mention of the fact that uh, they will be increasing those amounts um, every three months until they reach uh, $30 billion on treasuries and um, uh, mortgage-backed uh, mortgage uh, securities until they reached about 20, until they reach about 20 billion on a monthly basis. So, the, you know, one thing that you have to commend and, and really, um, you know, give credit to the Fed is the fact that they have been very transparent. And I think that's what uh, the markets 
uh, appreciate. They appreciate the fact that the central banks, especially the Fed, they have been very transparent in their communication and very clear in terms of uh, the path um, what, that they're going to take and especially about the policy uh, decisions that they're going to take. So that's why the, you're seeing markets not really surprised by this and the markets continue to really go um, up, um, even though the Fed is making an announcement that they are going to be tightening. Usually when you get tightening uh, of, uh, of monetary policy, you, that's negative for equity markets. But I think the reason why we are you know, steadily continue on an upward trajectory is because the Fed has been communicating that. And of course, in Japan, we also had the Bank of Japan announcing the rate decision there, uh, leaving interest rates unchanged uh, at a negative territory. We know that the Bank of Japan is struggling and dealing with deflationary environment, you know, the uh, long period of a deflationary environment where prices are falling in Japan. And, of course, the economy has been also weaker. Um, so they are, you know, they've moved the uh, interest rates, uh, obviously, in the negative. Effectively, you're paying the banks just to leave your money uh, in, the, in, 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 those, in those banks um, in Japan. And this is the reason, you know, the main, the main reason behind that is, to, of course, to try and discourage uh, people from saving so that they can spend the money and grow the economy. They have a target, um, inflation target of about 2%. They are way below that. Currently, inflation is sitting around 0.5%, and they seem to be of the view that they're going to be able to reach the 2%. Uh, they've been saying that for the longest of time, and I think it's a policy that has been failing them. But um, they are still, of course, hopeful that uh, eventually they are going to get to that point uh, where they reach the 2%. But uh, currently, they are under pressure, of course, the Bank of Japan. So that's uh, pretty much the central banks in a nutshell, what transpired yesterday, including this morning in Japan. Well, um, Mawadi, we'll leave it there. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully tomorrow, if you could just factor in uh, the uh, Sasol Inzalo scheme, because a number of our listeners talking about that and uh, discussing their displeasure at what actually took place there. That was Maudi Lenswane, who's the CEO of uh, Lehumo Investments.